Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The WNBA draft was held Monday night in New York City. Congratulations to University of Kentucky guard Ryan Howard, who was selected number one overall by the Atlanta Dream. WNBA season tips off May 6th with training camps opening later this week. And the NBA play-in tournament gets underway tonight with two games on TNT. Cleveland at Brooklyn at 7 p.m. Eastern, followed by the L.A. Clippers in Minnesota at 9.30 Eastern. Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 12th. This is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. The Lerner family has begun the process of exploring potential changes in the Washington Nationals' ownership structure, including the possibility of selling the team. The Lerners 16 years ago purchased the Nats from MLB and oversaw a rebuilding process that eventually resulted in a World Series championship. Ted Lerner's son, Mark, who now serves as the club's principal owner, said that the family has hired Allen and Company to research potential investors and possibly buyers. The team also said that no options have been eliminated, though a full transfer of ownership is possible. The Lerners also could bring on additional partners. The NBA's deal with ESPN and TNT doesn't end until the 2024-25 season, but Moffitt Nathanson already has targeted that pending renewal as an important one for the newly named Warner Brothers Discovery. The influential financial analyst released a research note on Warner Brothers Discovery on Monday that advised a wait-and-see approach, giving the company a neutral rating with a $27 per share price target. In the note, Moffat Nathanson projects that Warner Brothers will end up paying double its current deal to renew, underscoring how important the NBA renewal is to Warner Brothers Discovery and Turner's future growth. Also in the research note, Moffat Nathanson said it wouldn't be surprised to see the league seek out other digital partners to help offset the disadvantages of being tied only to linear cable networks and their shrinking reach. So there is a realistic possibility that Turner ends up losing the package altogether, which could have negative ramifications on the company's affiliate fee and advertising growth. In theory, the same could be said for ESPN. Fox will televise 35 FIFA World Cup matches on its main Fox broadcast network this fall, including all three U.S. first-round games in Qatar and all from the quarterfinals on. The total on the Fox network is down from 38 at the 2018 World Cup in Russia. There will be 29 matches on FS1, an increase of three. With this year's World Cup overlapping with the NFL in season, the four Sunday group matches on November 27th and the two Sunday round of 16 matches on December 4th will be on FS1. 27 of the FS1 matches are in the group stage. All matches will be streamed on the Fox Sports app. U.S. games include a Black Friday matchup against England on November 25th. Fox Sports is rounding out its USFL announcers by having Kevin Kugler handle play-by-play, Mark Sanchez as the in-booth analyst, and Brock Heward on the sidelines as the network's number two USFL announced team. 
A week ago, Fox Sports said that Kurt Menefee and Joel Klatt would be its top USFL announced team. The league launches this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern with a game between the New Jersey Generals and the Birmingham Stallions. Also this weekend is a Sunday triple header with games on NBC, USA Network, and FS1. All games during the league's 10-week regular season will be held in Birmingham, Alabama. The Washington Commanders have signed a three-year local radio rights deal with iHeartMedia DC, sending exclusive game day broadcasts to WBIGFM after 14 seasons on WTEM-AM, which has been owned by Odyssey since 2018. WTEM had held the rights uninterrupted since 2008, the same year Commanders owner Dan Snyder's Red Zebra Broadcasting acquired the station from Clear Channel. Snyder sold that station in 2018. Terms of the new contract were not disclosed. The new deal includes shoulder programming and participation from the radio company's talent at live events. Live games and archive broadcasts will also be available on the Commander section of the iHeartRadio mobile app. Anheuser-Busch is bringing together its portfolio of sports team partners to launch what it's calling the National Recycling League, a new multi-sports league coalition aiming to reduce waste through a few key activations on game days. More than 10 MLB teams are participating in the National Recycling League, including the Cardinals, Astros, Padres, Rangers, and Nationals. Activations include offering recyclable aluminum cups to fans instead of single-use plastic, in-seat recycling decals, and in-stadium signage sharing the message to consumers, recycle like a champion. Anheuser-Busch, which has been an MLB sponsor since 1980, also is introducing Recycling Hawkers, a counterpart to beer vendors. Recycling Hawkers, who will be volunteers from Stanford, Connecticut-based nonprofit Keep America Beautiful, will be deployed in stadiums to collect used cups, cans, and bottles from fans to ensure they are recycled properly. The Astros, Nationals, Rangers, and Padres all will have recycling hawkers at their venues this season. Additionally, the city of the participating team, which has the highest recycling rate during home games from opening day through May 31st, will win a round of beer on Anheuser-Busch. Looking ahead, Anheuser-Busch plans to work alongside teams across the NFL to enlist them to participate in the National Recycling League this fall. Finally, a programming note, if you haven't already, mark May 18th for the 2022 Sports Business Awards. The ceremony will be back live and in person at the Marriott Marquis in New York City. For more information on the program and how to attend, go to the events page on sportsbusinessjournal.com. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday. I hope everyone has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.